Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast, our second thoughts episode. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and I am joined by... Hunter Steffes. And... David Danella. Hello, David. How's it going? Hi. How good. Is, how's the... Uh, good uh, to great. How's the SRM Beach House? I'll tell you something um, that a lot of you aren't going to want to hear, but uh, it is unseasonably cold in Los Angeles right oh, now. No. It's been in the mid to low 60s all week, and it uh, will not improve through the weekend. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. It's actually warmer in uh, Pennsylvania right now. What? That doesn't make any sense. All right. Uh, So we have uh, our rating review contest, uh, as always. Uh, And we do have one (laughs) from Tyrannosaurus Lex. uh, Tyrannosaurus.lex. Uh, who is a fellow Philadelphian? How about okay. that? Yeah. We're Shout out to you, Lex, yes. Tyran. Uh, who loves our show and isn't ready for Game of Thrones to be over, but we help them get through it. Um, uh, we're not ready either. I'm not ready. Yeah. We're not ready for this income stream to go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I don't know what I'm going to do with that loss of income. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Just to be clear to everybody, we've only lost money on this podcast. Uh, oh, so. <laughs> and I, I dare I say a considerable amount. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there is that uh, Patreon that uh, I started setting up four years ago or so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're That uh, I have never gotten around to finishing, so uh, I don't know, Venmo me or something, I don't know, whatever. Um, we do it for the fun. We do it for the fans. We do it for the show, the love of the game yes. of Thrones. yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, David, Hunter, you two were not on the podcast on Sunday. So I want to ask what your thoughts on the episode were, The Last of the Starks. Uh, David, could you start? Sure, I'd be happy to start. Um, I think I might have even said this on last week's thing, but I expressed it to Hunter, and Hunter said, admirably said, I'm going to say it again. Uh, we are watching Washington Wizards era Michael Jordan right now. Uh, still looks kind of like Michael Jordan. Still sometimes does the same moves as Michael Jordan. But you're like, eh, this guy ain't leading a team to a championship. <laughs> the greatness has decidedly faded. Uh, <laughs> this uh, this show is. Uh, fun. It is somewhat entertaining, but mm-mm. it. I think it has. Uh, I think it has slowly uh, worked its way out of the greatest shows of all time conversation. Wow. Um, and uh, this episode was. Good. I don't know. I don't know what this episode was. I don't know how to feel about it. Um, It was, there were some fun things. I mean, like, that's the thing. There were fun things. I don't know if there were good things. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's how I feel about the episode. Okay. Cool. Uh, Hunter. Uh, I think you can really feel them accelerating towards a finish here, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, they're in the sort of unenviable position of having 
to end a TV show that everybody likes, mm-hmm. which is hard. For sure. And they're doing it without the source material mm-hmm. that they, you know, had. Yeah. I think they've always been really good at, like, capturing the moments. Yeah. It's been their skill. Is they're, they're good adapters, and they're good at capturing, like, the big moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, like, these spaces in between that I think since they've kind of run past the books that have been difficult for some people. Yeah. You know? And the compressed time frame, too, is kind of forcing us to develop storylines very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, where in the past, they had more time and yeah. more backstory to do it. Yeah. So sometimes it feels like the pieces are just being moved to move the pieces. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah. And then some things are fun. Yeah. You know, there's still moments. Sure. Uh, I, if I could summarize, and, and David, forgive me for this uh, analogy. I know how you feel about GIFs uh, right now and people expressing themselves with, uh, with uh, GIFs. Um, but mm-hmm. if I could summarize this season in a GIF, it would be the one of that guy on the ice with the shovel who is falling wildly for like 20 seconds. Um, it's entertaining, finds, he finds his, you you think everything is okay, and then he just starts slipping again, uh, and that is, that is this, uh, that's this season. Um, it's, it's very entertaining, uh, it definitely has its moments, but I'm worried watching for multiple reasons at the same time. Uh, it's, uh, just moving so damn fast, um... Uh, large leaps of time in yeah. between scenes, not even just we- episodes. Like we're seeing large leaps of time in between uh, uh, moments on this on this show. Uh, again, I am very much enjoying the the show, uh, but it's almost in a it's a different kind of enjoyment uh, that and- I kind of grew up with the as, as far as my game of thrones life uh grew up with this show it's a different level of enjoyment uh different kind because uh it's not as grounded as it as it once was and it's more for a spectacle uh and just kind of being and and seeing how how this all comes together yeah we were in our early 20s when the show started <laughs> <laughs> and now i'm 40 i don't know the math of it but uh um yes. It just and also for anybody who hasn't seen that gif, here's one thing to remember: at the end of that gif, that man ultimately does not fall down. It's true. It's true. He sticks the landing. Uh, he so, manages to remain on his feet. Yeah, it is. So what I'm saying is, hold on, hold on, because maybe the ending will still be satisfying. The parable of the uh, slippery gif uh, <laughs> mm. will, will hopefully hold true. Uh, so there are some things within this episode that we do want to touch upon uh, with uh, with some fresh eyes, uh, and I that think... is uh, we open up with the the bodies. So they're they're burying the dead. Um, they have everybody piled piled up. Um, we have our different goodbye moments uh, as far as the the fallen. Uh, so it's a couple of days removed. Uh, do you have any further thoughts, any second thoughts on that particular scene? Anything that stood out uh, that you that you liked, thought weird? Hunter? Uh, I thought John's speech was all right. Mm-hmm. 
if he's using his uh his big speech voice oh for sure yeah yeah uh did we we didn't get a like a flashback to who gray worm was memorializing right it was just it was ed and it was uh uh jora yeah uh i'm guessing it was probably just a a palette of unsullied yeah that's that's a shame everyone was it was just like everyone was cut in half right that's kind of the direction (laughs) they went with Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like all right we got half as many of these guys half as many Mm -hmm. just put half of these guys in a square yeah and those were just the honor except for the death rat <laughs> yeah every we got half the unsullied half the north uh, we got seven death Rocky left uh, yikes david that seems about right um yeah no thoughts on the funeral scene um i was listening to just, uh oh. corinne wells uh formerly of the uh srm uh she's an srm alum uh, talking uh, on another uh, Game of Thrones podcast, and she had brought up uh, the... They're all there with torches. They're synchronized torching. And they have, at this point, they still have two dragons. Oh. Yeah. Could have just made real quick work of everything. Um, but I guess there's some ceremony involved in it, you know. Yeah, I think it's a little fucked to, to have <laughs> burn your dead a lot. I mean, burn your dead. Yeah. Now, one question I have is this a. That's like somebody being like, hey, you know, we got a perfectly good furnace here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just toss them in. Chop, let's chop them all up uh, and then just toss them in. Uh, this isn't a North custom, right? They, they typically bury people, right? I think so. But yeah. I think it's probably a custom now based on what they're dealing with. I think it's, yeah, a real yeah. circumstances. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to say because, uh, it's winter. So the ground is also probably super sure. hard, right? Yeah. Probably tough to get a spade in there. Yeah. So it could be the, uh, the weather, the amount of dead, but also it could be the fact that they just fought an army of the dead that came back to yeah. life. Uh, so there's... I, I would literally, I would never bury the dead again after that. I'm not going to bury my dead. Um, Burn me, uh, Hunter. Hunter's here with me right now. Hunter, if I should pass, no, it's okay. Burn my body. Okay. <laughs> All right, and do the same for and me. And then take but... over the podcast. <laughs> um, be a very different show. If I take over the All right. Uh, so we go inside. Everybody has uh, said their farewells to uh, to the fallen, and now we are celebrating. We're celebrating the living, and we are celebrating their lives. Uh, with some a lot of drinking and some uh, hooking up uh, throughout this throughout this scene, uh, any thoughts on that? There was the um, uh, one thing I, I caught upon rewatch, and that is uh, Podrick uh, walking off because he's in the background. With two ladies, yeah, oh, yeah, walking off with two. Walking walking off She's with got the... a voracious appetite. Two babes, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, one thing I one thing I questioned was, right? There's this moment where uh, I guess it, Tormund's crying to the hound, yeah. and then a babe comes up, and he's like, "Oh, I'm happy now." And then another babe comes up. They're all babes. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're all babes. Yeah. Um, but but another woman comes up to the hound and is like, "Hey, fella," and I couldn't figure out was the insinuation that Sansa. 
had like gathered up some women and been like, listen, these guys did some fighting. Now get over there. <laughs> or was this just, was this just people acting of, of their complete own volition? I felt it was more of their own. I didn't, I didn't see any sense that someone put them up to it. Yeah. I think Sansa was just watching people be horny. Yeah. Okay. And I think everyone was just, hey, I'm alive. I'm still alive. Yeah. And so now I'm horny. Mm-hmm. You know? Got it, got it, yeah. got it. And a lot of them probably spent a lot of time stuck in those crypts. Uh, so getting out of there is a pretty big deal. Getting out of there a lot. Yeah, they were like, damn it, if I live through this crypt, I'm fucking the first person I see. I don't care how <laughs> how dog dog ripped his face is. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see any of the side conversations down there, so... <laughs> Uh, could definitely be, could definitely be the case. Yeah. Um, there were children down there. That's highly inappropriate. Uh, the kids are off yeah. playing jacks or oh, something. That's true. Yeah. Rolling. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're trading pogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're shooting crazy bones. They're yeah. not worried about, uh. <laughs> yeah, War of the Five Kings, uh, playing cards. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, now another thing happened at the party. Uh, something that I didn't notice upon the first rewatch, but has since become a, uh, quite the topic, uh, insanely so in my opinion. Uh, and Hunter specifically, uh, when we were chatting about this, uh, today, um, about the podcast and setting up, setting this all up, said that he needs to talk about this. Uh, and that is the cup. Now, yes. The cup was a thing initially that I didn't pay much mind to beyond like, that's oh, like a little sloppy. Yeah. You know, they're moving fast. You can, it's like a fun metaphor for that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I saw a tweet from Mike Marbeck. Do you have it up? I do. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, good. I have it too. I was not prepared for this. And it says, <laughs> dragons, blood magic, fireproof people. Zombies, psychic abilities, supernaturally trained assassins, resurrections. Yeah, no way anyone could invent a coffee cup. And then the appropriate hashtags. And a follow-up, so what? Who cares? Suspend belief and pretend it's a prototype and then go back to being okay with a woman birthing a smoke monster for the sole purpose of killing one of five kids. I didn't didn't see the follow-up. Oh, the follow-up's important. A prototype. So that begs the question, whose prototype is it? Uh, I don't know, maybe Master Woken is uh, messing around with some things. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't seen much from Master Wilkin. So in exactly, my... he's been toiling away in the lab, trying to make a, a cup that doesn't burn your hands when hot liquids in it. A disposable one at that. <laughs> so to me, the likeliest suspect would be Kyber, right? He's inventing mm-hmm. stuff willy nilly. Oh, for sure. But yeah. There's no way something he invents gets up north. Not like right. that. Yeah. Who's bringing it up there? Jamie? No way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not at his table. No. Yeah, I mean the only the only way that it gets up there from Kyburn is if Kyburn also invented like a uh, a drink holder on a scorpion bolt <laughs> and accidentally rested his coffee on it when he was shooting at Drogon. <laughs> it's one of those bolts that hits Drogon, and Danny notices later, like, "Oh, this is handy." Yeah, 
Urine. Urine's like. <laughs> she's like. She's like. Wait. How long has this drink been here? Because it's still warm. <laughs> what's this? Uh, what's this circle thing for? What? What? what, what, what just, what, just put my arm through that? No, that's for your beverage. Urine. That's for your beverage. You put your beverage in there, and it keeps you refreshed just for the fight. All right. Um, so, so one of the things I love about this is I'm not sure we've seen any evidence of coffee existing in Westeros. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, with this, we have to ask the question is who is uh, who's eating co- who's drinking coffee? Well, we don't know that uh, it's coffee. Right. That's right. Just be a and that, and that's where. OK, so that's where my next thing was, was. All right. So it maybe it's not coffee. What do we, what do they may probably have, though? Well, hot soup. Soup. I wonder a cup of soup. I'm going to I'm going to take a big swing here and say, what if this was for Tormund Giants Bane? Yeah. What if he likes to have a little soup with him out on the field? <laughs> So I think it wouldn't be torments because this is at the high table. Yeah. Right. That's true. Good point. So it's someone, it's someone on the high tables. Well, I mean, it could have been somebody that was walking around uh, and just kind of placed it down. Places their cup in front of the queen. Yeah. Hey, could you watch this? I got to run to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, dragon lady. Uh, She's over there by herself, uh, not talking to anybody. She's not moving. If you're at a party and you see someone that has been in the same spot for a while, I am speaking from experience, uh, you're going to get asked to do things. You're going to get an assignment. Okay. That's incredible. That could be it. Now, and just remember, Hunter, remember, remember, as you're being skeptical of Mike's response, dragons, blood magic, <laughs> fireproof people, zombies, psychic <laughs> abilities, <laughs> supernaturally trained assassins, resurrections. The point is, of uh, the point of that tweet, if it's not apparent, is that, so what? Who cares? <laughs> exactly as the follow-up says. <laughs> Get over it. The, look, the thing that I like about it is that we need to find an in-world reason. Sure. Yes. Now, sure, sure, sure. we did see in this episode... Brand discussed a wheelchair that he had built mm-hmm. based yes. on specifications yeah. from the past. Yeah. Yes. Could this be an ancient cup yeah. that Brand has had constructed? Oh, this is a good point because if I'm not mistaken, didn't Tyrion give the plans for uh, Brand's saddle, which allowed him to ride after he was paralyzed? Uh-huh. Uh, so maybe Tyrion. Oh. Invented pizza, of course, as oh, we yeah. know, but also invented the coffee cup. You know it. A regular Da Vinci. That's a that's a possibility. Yeah. This is a possibility, and I'll I'll go a step further. You know, uh, one of the tropes that is really fun in fantasy is when uh, they they take a fantasy world and then they somehow let it be known or they reveal that in fact this world that resembles. Uh, Europe circa 900 AD is actually in the far future. Ooh, it's yeah. like the year 5000 and there's been like an ice age wiping out all of the progress that we've made. Yeah. So what if Brand did warg into the past mm. and he warg, she's like, let me see what like happened 10,000 years ago. And he's like, oh my God, Starbucks is incredible. So he pulled a <laughs> coffee cup 
out with him, like going into one of Freddy's dreams and pulling out his hat? Well, no, he doesn't pull it out. He goes, all right, so what is a coffee cup? A coffee cup is basically paper. (laughs) What is there a ton of at Citadel? Paper. Uh, I'm going to take some scrolls and make a coffee cup out of paper. Uh, Paper. 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 (laughs) I'm just doing my brand voice, dude. (laughs) I'm going to do it as a paper, John. Wait, that's more Irish. (laughs) (laughs) John (laughs) Lennon. Yeah, uh, Hunter. I had two more options here. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. If it's in front of Daenerys, this could be something she's brought with her from the Free Cities, mm-hmm. right? This is mm-hmm. a more advanced culture. Mm-hmm. They might like hot drinks more over there. Certainly. Yeah. That's a that's an option, I think. And then the last one. Oh wait, the last that option was Daenerys. Yeah. Okay. It's Daenerys' cup. Yeah, it's in front of her, sure. It's in front of her, you know. Well, Occam's razor that. Yeah. It's in front of her, it's her cup. Yeah. She brought it from overseas. Mm Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a need to discuss her cup before on the show, so that we haven't had to show it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, it's like, you know what that's like, Hunter? Yeah. It's like how um, on all the, um, on like real world uh, and... Like all those reality shows, they never show the fact that ninety percent of the ninety percent of the contestants smoke cigarettes constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just use selective editing. Is somehow the Game of Thrones editors? <laughs> Everybody in Westeros has been like guarding the fact that Daenerys is constantly drinking coffee. Have all this B-roll they've had to leave on the floor. <laughs> Uh, uh, there was a final. I it could be from the Citadel. Could be Sam's brought it up from the Citadel. Yeah, you got all those yeah. maesters. I I don't think that's as likely. No. But the paper discussion made me think uh, that, that could be it too. Yeah. Uh, also, somebody who uh, seemingly has very refined and particular tastes uh, might be selective about what they drink out of. Mm-hmm. Varys. Oh. Varys' possibility. Mm. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Uh, It's also worth noting that the cup, unfortunately, in world and uh, in reality, has been removed. Yeah. Uh, HBO has removed this cup um, from the the series. Uh, So a follow-up, if I may. But luckily, I own the original Laserdisc. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they George Lucas this. <laughs> Instead of removing the cup, they accidentally removed Daenerys from the scene. <laughs> like George trying to get airbrushed out of that photo <laughs> when Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, so, oh, that's a good question, though. Um, so they removed this cup. If you could remove anything from this show digitally what might you remove oh man it can't like be a character right because that would be crazy people are talking to them and they'd just be talking to nobody if we're digitally removing them yeah probably uh while you're thinking of it uh, Uh, i'll tell you i I actually i know mine what do you got because i think this would just be so funny now now like now that it's come to my head 
Uh, all right. So during Cersei's walk of shame, that guy who wags his dick at her, <laughs> he what wags if, it. What if he digitally removed his dick so it's just him like wagging <laughs> like a Ken doll? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think what I would do is digitally remove if Mace Tyrell was taking a drink. Just remove the cup from his hand and make it look like he forgot. He's <laughs> <laughs> just drinking nothing. Mace Tyrell uh, is a friend of the podcast. He is. He is. That's uh, true. And if I don't forget this time, you probably heard him introducing this particular episode. Uh, we had Mace Tyrell, uh, Roger Ashton Griffiths, uh, record a intro for our <laughs> podcast that I have. This is great because you are times. explaining something that. They have already heard if you have done your job. Yes. Uh, and I probably forgot this time. So maybe next time, everybody. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention was that everybody was so concerned with this coffee cup. We didn't recognize the fact that the um, uh, the horizon, the, the fields of King's Landing have changed. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene of Cersei after she looks at this sept of Baylor, uh, demolished or blown up, uh, and there are hills and it looks, uh, very nice. And then they show her looking out, uh, in this last episode and it's like Kansas. Uh, it is flat. Uh, so, but everybody get up, get up in arms about a coffee cup <laughs> if you have to, I guess. I mean, Mike. Dragons. Yeah, dragons. <laughs> Blood magic. <laughs> so the lands can't shift. So what? <laughs> yeah. Tectonic plates don't exist. Yeah. Uh, Mike, the big hills in the back were snow. Yeah. And the snow melted. Uh, or they, moved, yeah, they, the they pre- pushed the, into the sea. The pre-winter snow. Yeah. Speaking of snow, uh, we have some goodbyes in this episode where we ha- we see these characters, uh, such as Jon Snow, uh, say goodbye to people like Sam and Gilly, uh, Tormund. Uh, how do we feel about these goodbyes? Um, it's a shame he couldn't pet the doggy. A lot of but, people are very upset about that, and understandably so. But it's a it's a digital thing. Like I understand why. Yeah, it's just a shame. I think it's ultimately good for the doggy, but I think you don't have to have him pet the dog. You can have him show some emotion about leaving. Yeah, you don't have to CGI. Well, uh, you know, you don't have to CGI emotion into Jon Snow uh, <laughs> looking like he gives a shit because this this uh, this wolf uh, ghost has has been through hell. Yeah. Like this dog should, this dog, uh, this wolf should not have survived this battle. No. There, he, it, there's no reason this dog, what we'll just say dog, uh, should yeah. be alive at all. Uh, yeah, but I mean, and I know, I know act, this is what actors have to do, but we cannot forget that this that like the emotion that John's supposed to feel about this thing it is a CGI tote bag that he's looked at for 10 years now. Like yeah. that's what Kit Harrington is working with. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he could also rather than CGI, like him petting a uh, ghost, just kneel down, kneel down in front, have a little face to face. Like we had with uh, Aria and Nymeria. Uh, no, and, I agree. And give a little, give a little pep talk. And also why did, why couldn't Ghost just stay at Winterfell? 
I don't know. Maybe. It's too hot. <laughs> it's not. It's not too hot. It's Winter's been... over, man. Eh. <laughs> Kill the Night King. It's so never winter again. Send him with uh, Tormon to the gift area. Is that where they're going, right? I think they're going back. They're going back to Castle Black, I think, and then they might even go back beyond the wall yeah. once they I came. think they're going beyond the wall, ultimately. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they want to go home. How'd you hear about that goodbye? Is it goodbye? Are we going to see Tormund again, or are we done? Because it felt like curtain calls. <laughs> yeah, it did feel like curtain calls. I was, I was like, a little confused by the goodbyes, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's still two episodes left. It feels strange to be like... All right, you know these guys are out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you're just gonna give them goodbyes, you really could have satiated the bloodlust that the the fans seemed to have yeah. in that big battle. Mm-hmm. Gotten yeah. a few more people stabbed. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and is uh, is Samwise? Was he going with them, or is he? He was just staying at Winterfell. I think he was staying at Winterfell. Okay. <clears throat> For now, at least. Yeah, I didn't see him going anywhere. Yeah, we can't, that can't have been the last we saw of him. Yeah, there's... I don't know. It, is it just John John saying goodbye, I'm leaving, and I'm never coming back? Is that his deal? Or I'm coming back later, maybe I won't see you? Because why would the goodbye be so final, I guess, for Sam and well, Gilly? They don't know. They're going to war. They don't know if they're yeah. coming back. So I think yeah. there's there's that element for Sam and That's Gilly. That's true. And John has died before, so he knows <laughs> yeah. it's something that could happen yeah. to him. Yeah, but as Sam has once said, he comes back. He always comes back. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, we had Brienne and uh, Jamie. We had that as a as a big moment, and then also as a as a as a goodbye, more or less, um, where there was definitely a, a seemingly somewhat significant amount of time that had passed in between, based on the arrival of ravens and whatnot, um, between their first getting together and him getting up and leaving. I had a hard time getting a handle on the passage of time in this episode. Yeah. Yes. Like I. I you could tell me it had been anywhere between, you know, like 24 to 24 hours to like three weeks. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where this season, is, again, very much enjoying it. I'm here to stay. Uh, but that's where I'm struggling with things. Uh, yeah. I think I'm where a lot of people were last season uh, with the passage of time and how fast things were moving. Uh, I think I'm there right now. Um, it's just, we need, we could have used more time. We, yeah. could have, we could have had two to three more episodes, and I don't even care if they were all sitting around, conversations, showing some things, and then maybe one moment that happened that kind of really furthered things and didn't just allow for us to absorb the story right. that we're seeing, rather than just watching it unfold. No, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, Based on how uh, conveniently they dealt with the Night King, like, make all of that last season. Yeah. Do a time hop between seasons seven and eight. Make it seem like Jamie and uh, Brienne have been shacked up in marital bliss for two and a half months. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then all of this seems just a little bit more... uh, 
you know, a little bit more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or earned, or I don't even know. I would have been okay with, uh, again, this is just, can't do anything about this now. Not that we could do anything about it if we had the, <laughs> uh, the time. We don't do the show. Uh, but... Uh, have Mike, we couldn't have done anything about it. No, we couldn't have done anything about it. No, dragons, blood <laughs> fireproof people. <laughs> uh, have the have the eighth season be that battle uh, with an additional couple episodes, and then um, not just the passage of time, but like a new season, uh, like a few months later, next year, sometime. Have that be that last five or six episodes, right? Um, I don't know what I don't know what the big rush was. Was it like actor contract related? Like, mm. I the problem it must with, have been something like that. The, yeah. the thing with the television show is like the actual act of making a television yeah, show is sure. hard, and yeah. like there's so many moving parts. Uh, yeah, and like this isn't like. This isn't like Frasier where it's like, all right, we got five people and we're going to pay them all $700,000 an episode. Yeah. And even with that, like the budget of our show is going to be $4 million an episode yeah. uh, because everything else is just like a set and, you know, we have it down to a science. Like they're using extras, they're using horses, mm-hmm. they're on location. Yeah, multiple locations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... yeah. It's just a lot. It's a lot of stuff to do, and I'm sure for a lot of these actors and a lot of just anyone on the show, it's like, I kind of want to do something else now, yeah. you know? Yeah, I can totally understand that. Um, yeah, like, I think, like, uh, you know, uh, Sophie Turner, who plays Sansa, like, definitely is... Uh, is going to have the potential to have a huge career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure Kit Harrington would love to get, you know, start distancing himself from Jon Snow. Right. Um, you know, Maisie Williams has been showing up and stuff. Uh, and especially, I think some of the bit characters, or not bit characters, but side characters, mm-hmm. like, uh, they need to get that next role. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it makes right. sense. Uh, I'm... I'm... Uh, just wishful thinking that would have happened, uh, yeah, I course. guess. Uh, but yeah, as far as the production things and, and people's lives and uh, futures, <laughs> sure, I guess. Uh, I guess I understand. Uh, so the other things that happened in this particular episode uh, is that, once again, no one's listening to Sansa. Right. And I don't understand at this point why that's still the case. Sansa wants everybody to wait. We just burned people... Uh, thousands, half our forces, everybody's tired. Uh, and Danny is basically like, yeah, but I came up here right, to help so that, you know, then we can go back down. Um, I just don't understand the rush to war. Yeah, there's two, like, weird points to that argument of, like, one, I did you a favor by coming up here as if, you know... I don't know that the battle would have gone the same way if the dragons mm-hmm. and all of the people are there. So, like, you might not have had anything to rule Yeah. afterwards. Yeah, That's the, the Cersei attitude. Right. And then the second thing is, like, she doesn't want to give Cersei time to, like, reinforce or regroup. She's already had it. Yeah. You know? She already has that time. Mm-hmm. 
And now you're like really stressing out your army here that's already stretched thin. I don't think waiting for like a month or two is really going to make things that much worse. Cersei's already got giant crossbows everywhere yeah. now. Yeah. It's not like there's more space for giant crossbows there. Yeah. And then what's the harm but, in not doing anything uh, for even longer than that amount of time? Because then Cersei's probably going to get antsy. Uh, and where are they? What's going on? Do we have to march? I mean, what's the, what's the physical center of Westeros? Like, what's like... I would say it's Harrenhal. Uh, well, at least in terms of between those two places. Uh, Harrenhal-ish, I think. The, well, the physical... Harrenhal's gross. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't... I don't... I don't... I, I, I wouldn't recommend anybody take Harrenhal. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I, I just agree with, like, with this so much in the sense that, like... <clears throat> why wouldn't... Why would Daenerys waste all this time caring about King's Landing when there's this entire, like, continent yeah. that she can be shoring up. Let Cersei have her dumb city. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's the other thing that we kind of get reminded of of this episode is, like, Storm's End, we have no idea what's been going on there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of just been empty since, like, Stannis left. Yeah, and he right? left there... To go to Dragonstone. Uh, the the Tyrells are gone, mm-hmm. so who knows yeah. what's going on in the Reach? Yeah, the Lannisters aren't in Casterly Rock. Yeah, just a bunch of squatters, probably. The Prince of Dorne doesn't have a name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they haven't decided what yeah. they wanted to name him yet. There's a new Prince of Dorne. Uh, well, apparently, there's a uh, a Dornish in the books. Uh, a, a a Prince of Dorne that ends up like doesn't he get obsessed with danny or something like that oh yeah they send quentin to go marry quentin, danny yeah. uh and it doesn't uh go well yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's gonna like quentin just doesn't exist in the show right yeah um, yeah weird to introduce a new character <laughs> yeah. at this point well, there's another martell and it's quentin yeah uh and then the veil is already up in the north she's mm-hmm. got the North and the Vale right now. Yeah, although we haven't seen uh, Bronze... Bronze Yon? Bronze Yon uh, in a couple episodes. Uh, I figure it it would be a shame if they didn't give him a mention yeah. of a death right. or a on-screen it, death. It would be weird to be like the de facto leader of the... <laughs> one of the largest and most consequential parts of the, sh- the continent is... Oh, uh, he died. Yeah. He got bit. Yeah. He got bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, yes. even who's got Casterly Rock right now? Nobody. Like, yeah. some, some like, third-rate Lannister. That yeah. we, we saw them, like... Get sacked. We saw the Casterly Rock thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I just... Like, it just... To me, it was like... Like, I mean, look, Hall is a money pit. But... <laughs> if I were... You know, if I were... If I were, like, one of Daenerys' people, I'd be like, listen, why don't we take some time, like... All these people who are like heroes in the fight against the Night's King, like, give them land, give them shit that they are that they can be proud of, like, give them their spoils. Yeah. You go uh, with your Unsullied and the rest of your Dothraki. You go take Harrenhal, make it cool as best you can. Or even just River Run. 
Yeah, and just wait. Just sit tight. Yeah. It's still going to be there. And it's just, I think, again, just sort of a measure of the compression of time that we, the show's kind of forced itself into. It's like, yeah, you know, we got to keep moving. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the uh, loose lips throughout this episode? Ugh. Yeah, nobody can keep a dang secret, no, huh? They really can't. Uh, John can't because he's compelled to be honest. Yeah. Sansa can't because she's compelled to kill Danny and just be rid of her, <laughs> right. more or less. Um, and Bran can't. Uh, like, Bran well, put John in the position of, like, now you have to say something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's your choice yeah. was a weird response to that. Yeah, well, it, w- it wasn't even in response to anything. He, he was, it was just like a pause um, you're a Stark, and then you see John's face like, uh, about that. And then Bren's, Bren's basically, it's your choice, John. Uh, uh, what's your choice, John? What is he talking about? Uh, uh, I, uh, I invented the coffee cup. <laughs> what's coffee? Uh, <laughs> I looked on the table, I, I'm embarrassed I went back 10,000 years in the past, and everything... <laughs> Everything was like technology, but like different technology. And they have coffee, and they just throw the cups away afterwards. It wrecked the environment. Yeah. <laughs> There's a floating pile of coffee cups in the Pacific Ocean. What's the Pacific? Um, that's the second mention uh, of the uh, the floating trash in the Pacific. We should get that cleaned up. Um, Anywho, dragons, dragons, zombies. <laughs> yeah. We can clean up some coffee cups in the Pacific. Yeah. Uh, so Sansa tells Tyrion because she is just kind of she wants to get it out there. Yeah. Um, I guess she feels confident that he's not going to keep the secret, but tell people that are important, such as Varys, um, and then Varys will basically tell everybody else um, his little birds. Um, yeah. I don't know. How do you... How do we see this kind of playing out? Well, we've just set up something that... Uh, I mean, we, we've just set up, like, two great tests for who John is. Yeah. One is, like, obviously this conflict with Daenerys. Like, he doesn't want to be king, but if she's going to continue to... Uh, become comic book crazy uh then maybe his hand will be forced there and also we're gonna have this weird challenge of john's honor because if there is a conspiracy to make him king yeah right now honor would dictate that he probably take a good hard sword swing at uh sword swing at uh Tyrion. Varys and possibly even Sansa. Yeah. Um, so, like, you want to talk about uh, things being set up for a very, you know, sad, unfortunate ending. This feels like it. Yeah. Right. Yikes. I don't know how I feel about that, but I can see it. I mean, I don't. I mean, could you imagine a? You know, could you imagine John? Uh, you know, killing Dan, killing Danny, and then in his first act of king, having uh, 
Tyrion and Varys brought forward and beheaded, and then uh, marrying, uh, you know, having Sansa married off to uh, Robert Aaron just to, like, you know, as Sweet you know, to sow some kind, you know, to, to finish some kind of deal. Yeah. Maybe even have Arya married off somewhere. Yeah. It's just like, it'd yeah. be an ugly ending, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, one of the... I, I like doing the, the speculating, because uh, it's it's one of the things that made, has made this show so much fun for me, uh, and many, uh, I guess. Uh, but this season, it's as if it doesn't matter. Uh, that... And I'm going to be disappointed because so far, <laughs> so much of what we talk about is more interesting than what's happening uh, in some ways. Um, because it, it feels in some ways that people on the show have lost intelligence. Um, like I said, I, I don't understand why Sansa is not getting heard at this point. Uh, I don't understand why Danny really felt like now that now's the time they're going to listen to Danny um, when it makes the least sense to do so. Uh, I don't understand why they fully expected to just waltz into Dragonstone uh, and that everything was going to be fine. Um, yeah. Well, this is I mean, this is the issue that. Uh that I think, frankly, like, it's probably why the books have taken so long. Um, and it's the issue that's somewhat inherent in all television. But, like, you think of something like Indiana Jones or Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons that those movies individually, when they work, they work, is because they don't waste any fucking time giving you a chance to think about how the last thing worked logically yeah. by the time they're out of the, the thing they just, by the time they're out of the trash compactor, they're like, Oh shit, look at all these people running after us. <laughs> and it's just like that over and over again until the thing's over. So like, yeah. I think like one of the issues with game of Thrones is that they've, they're pulling tricks that they could get away with if they, if everything were just out. Yeah. If they could just like give us all the content right at once and let us be done with it. But because we've gotten because we take two years between six episode seasons and because there's a week in between each hour long episode. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of time to dissect every single moment that happens. Sure. Uh, and then we're like, well, this person acts like an idiot. Whereas, you know, if we were. um you know, if we were working, if we, you know, even despite the Blitzkrieg pace we're at, because we have these breaks, we really, uh, we really aren't moving fast enough, even as fast as we're moving. Sure. And yeah, and they don't have the time to lay down the foundations that they did in earlier seasons, right? Mm-hmm. And the other yeah. thing is, so it's just like the writers aren't really thinking about it. Like in the behind the episode thing, David Benioff's like, <laughs> eh, she just kind of forgot about the Navy. <laughs> it's like, all right. I mean, that's not like, a really. She forgot sad- about him or you forgot about him, buddy. Yeah. Right. It's, it's not like a satisfying no. thing, you know, like. 
Yeah. It's just like things are happening to make them happen, right? Yeah. It's like we gotta even the odds, we gotta get rid of one of those dragons, right? Yeah. We gotta cut to Euron with just the weirdest look on his face. Yeah, I just find <laughs> it hard to believe that I, in the real world, who have no stakes in this, thought more about Euron and his navy than the person who has obsessed over the the Iron Throne since the time she was a baby. Right. Yeah. make any sense. I, I guess, like, what they're trying to pull with Daenerys is that she feels like she's gotten a lot of bad advice lately. Mm-hmm. And she kind of has. Yeah. You know? So she feels like she has to make all of these decisions herself, and yeah. she's being rash about it. Yeah. And it's yeah, getting but, her And because, because her... Her... I think her still her... Uh, the way that she has experienced success in the past has been burn shit down yeah and so she's going back to what she knows i just want to bring up one thing which is um talking about this navy stuff um didn't davos make his entire name as a man of boats (laughs) was he there he wasn't there he was with john he was riding with john Yeah. yeah and i understand that he's john's man but like uh yeah if, you're like, ri- yeah, if you're riding boats, put the boat guy there, right? Yeah. Put the boat guy there. I mean, Davos, right, Davos smuggled Tyrion into uh, mm-hmm. King's Landing when King when Tyrion was yeah. literally kill on sight. Yeah. Um, Davos was, uh, you know, Stannis's Navy master. I know that didn't work out amazingly because of the Battle of Blackwater, but, like, yeah. Stannis's Navy was the most feared in Westeros. It was the thing that crushed the Iron Islands at yeah. one time. Right. Yeah, they don't even have a Greyjoy left. They don't. Theon's yeah. gone. They don't have Yara. Yeah. So where was where was Davos in the Navy, and where was Davos in that conversation to be like, hey, I just want to remind everybody, there is another Navy out there. Uh, it's not ours, and they're probably going to be waiting for us. All right. It's just led by the wackiest pirate too. You really got to look out the, for him. I don't have the 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 map in front of me, but. Dragonstone, where they're where they're headed, and King's Landing are fairly close. Uh, they're basically separated. They're very by close. The, I have the yeah, map in front of me. They're it's, separated by the uh, by Blackwater Bay, right on the uh, the east or the northeast side, something like I that. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, they're definitely the closest of like any of the travel points that we've seen in the yeah. show so far. Like yeah. that, people have been moving back and forth between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like visually, I mean, they are two things that look like they could be. Like you could actually get to from one to the other in like a day or two. Yeah. Um, Dragonstone is to the northeast of King's Landing through Blackwater Bay. Got it. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't anticipate that. Uh, not even that they would have the navy there. Okay, let's say she forgot about the navy. What's what would have stopped Cersei from being like, hey? They're all up north. I'm going to her home, and we're going to set up shop, and we're going to hide in the closets. Uh, and when, when they all come in and they're unpacking their suitcases, we'll kill them. Right. We're going to hide under the. Beds. We're going to send them a giant horse as congratulations for beating the Night King. Yeah, a giant wooden dragon. Uh, seriously, though, it doesn't doesn't make any sense and that seems like it would make sense 
for Cersei to do uh, is just take over Dragonstone, uh, hide, or have the navy there, which is what she did. So we kill Rhaegal, mm-hmm. uh, and we capture Missandei. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we kill... And let's not spend any time thinking about the logistics of that, because right. it will drive you nuts. Yeah, like, like I had said uh, on our Sunday podcast, I can suspend belief. If I can suspend belief on a fucking coffee cup, <laughs> I can do it for them knowing and spotting Sandy. Blood magic. Fireproof <laughs> yeah. people. Uh, fireproof people. <laughs> Danny's fireproof. Ranking's fireproof, too. Yeah, there you go. It, it checks out. Uh, I've done the math. Uh, so, yeah, I... I'm okay with them capturing somebody of of import, but mm. I don't think that it should have been Missandei. Uh, it if Davos was there, like that would have been a a a, a heart tugging kill for me. Um, it doesn't make sense to kill Missandei, in my opinion. Uh, I guess it does story wise if it's something that kind of provokes Danny into uh, more of a rage. Kind yeah. of mood. I guess Danny and Grey Worm. But yeah. Like, I don't know. Tyrion is the hand of the king. Uh, if he would have died in that moment, and I almost, I, I kind of felt like he could have. Uh, yeah. I felt like that would have had a bigger imp- impact on things. Like, what is Tyrion's part to be played so far? Like, in yeah. the remaining, remaining two episodes, uh, we'll find out. But I don't know. He's done little to nothing over the last two seasons. Right. Yeah, it just seemed like a very uh, classic, tropey, yeah. f- you know, fridging kind of thing to do. Uh, any uh, other thoughts on her death? Uh, I mean, it's very clearly supposed to get a, a reaction out of Grey Worm and Daenerys, so we'll see how it works out next week. I am kind of wondering why they just didn't shoot everybody. Yeah. You know, yes. when they're at that point, it's there. why not? Like, just shoot everybody. Yeah. Even if some of them get away, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, I can buy that. But, like, it feels out of character for Cersei to not kind of take any advantage that she can grasp, mm-hmm. you know. You have all of those arrows on everybody. You have those scorpions yeah. uh, all there. Uh if if she's as mad as uh, she's supposed to be, why did they walk away? Doesn't make. I mean, that would. I mean, it, it, the only reason that she shouldn't have done that is if, for some reason, you think, oh, uh, Jon Snow is going to be so angry when he finds out. <laughs> <laughs> right, like he's not already he's gonna, coming. <laughs> Yeah, that he's gonna that he's gonna he's gonna take his battered Northmen and really beat us. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I can't figure out. I couldn't figure out a reason why that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, how about the Jamie Brienne? Uh, he's he's headed back <sighs> to King's Landing. That goodbye. Um, I mean, we, we, we talked about that moment a bit, uh, but he's headed back. He, he lets Brienne... He basically said, uh, you think I'm a good person, I'm not. I did this, and I did it for her. I did this, and I did it for her. I did this, too, and guess what? I did it for her. 
I'm not a good person. Uh, that could be read as I'm, I love her and I'm going back, or it could be like, I am not a good person until she is out of my life. Uh, I, I think that Jamie's arc is... I think I think that Jamie's arc from bad character to good character is complete, and I think that he is. Uh, I, I don't think that that was him saying, "I love her," right? Uh, and um, I, I, I love her, and I can't, uh, and I can't be without her. I think that was was him saying, "I have done too many wrongs on her behalf." Mm-hmm. To not see this through to the end, right? Uh, my my sins are not absolved, yeah, because you and I hooked up, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll take that read too. Hmm. Okay. Uh, any more second thoughts on episode four? Uh, I thought Bron and. Euron were both especially wacky this week. Oh my god. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Bronn scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of... That seemed like... That could have been, like, one of the scenes that, like, a joke-deleted scene yeah. in, like, the season 8 DVD. <laughs> that that felt very much like people love Bronn, we gotta get Bronn on the show, which is something that George R. R. Martin has, like, kind of alluded to <laughs> in interviews, is, like, <laughs> You know, there are some characters that he's, like, annoyed that are on the show so much because <laughs> they're, like, not a big deal in his books. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, like, I think, like, uh, George R. R. Martin writes these, like, interesting side characters in the books that are, like, nowhere to be found. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the thing, I you know, I mean, look, and fair enough, like, you know, sometimes you put an actor in a role and you're like, oh, I love this guy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. And the whole Tormund Vrienne thing was, you know, that, that whole romance was based off, as I've said before, you know, just some improvised reactions that Torment had, uh, which is why that, you know, resolved the way it did. Yeah. Just because they enjoyed it, but it ultimately didn't factor into the plot. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I mean, could, could Braun show up at the end? You know, could, it, you know, could it be like a, one of those, Things where it's like, oh, this is weird. Everything seems resolved, and there's five minutes left in the yeah in the episode, and then you know, Bron just shows up with a dagger and it's like, sup, and just kills a couple people, mm-hmm. right? Or is a I'll be my cast. Yeah, I think that he is definitely going to show up in episode five, uh, and I think that the way that because he's he's said that he is sitting the battle out, that he's done with that. Um, so to me, that's. I'll be there. Uh, and I'll be there in such a time, at such a time that you least expect it. Uh, one of those, someone's about to die, Tyrion or Jamie, uh, and someone gets kabonged on the, uh, the head, uh, and it's, it's Bronn there to save, save one of them. Yeah. Yeah. That I can see. I told you I want my castle. That's, and I'll probably say something exactly yeah. like that. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's yeah. a great bet. Mm. It's a good mini lock for you. Yeah, that's a it's a mini lock for sure. Uh, speaking of mini locks, episode five. What the hell is going to happen? What is what is this war plan? Who lives? Who dies? 
Um, I'm going to just stick with my prediction path that I've had since the season started. That Where... you're on dances? <laughs> yeah, that's the big thing that's going to happen next week. There's, everyone's going to be fighting, and then the lights are going to go down. Yeah. And it's going to be dead quiet. Yeah. And then there's just going to be a big spotlight. Ka-chunk. Yeah, and it's going to be ooga Chango music. Uga, what? Ooga chaka, ooga. I can't stop this feeling. <laughs> and he's Ally McBeal babying. Deep <laughs> <laughs> inside of me. Yeah. So based, based on the way that they seem to be portraying this season, I think... Daenerys takes it too far mm-hmm. next week, and Jon's gotta like make a choice or something. Yeah, you know that's that seems to be the way they're heavily tipping their hand with every reaction shot, like every shot of Daenerys, and the music that they put in there, and all the shots of everyone being like, or all the scenes of people being like, Daenerys is crazy, right? Yeah, you know, uh, I don't even think that she's being that crazy right now just like not. impatient yeah which is a different she, thing yeah <laughs> Amelia clark's um scowl face is on point lately yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah she's doing a great job yeah kill, I, kill her brow work i think the actors are doing a really good job uh with what they're given hmm. i think everyone's doing a nice job this season again yeah euron is especially wacky but that's his own deal. Yeah. Who even knows what to say about him <laughs> yeah. at this point? Uh, do you think we're going to get the fight between the Hound and the Mountain? Yes. Yes. In I... this episode? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I think this is like a big battle and next week is, or the week after, last episode is the fallout. So I think basically all of the fighting gets done. By the end of five. I can kind of see a huge battle this episode and season or the uh, the episode six being that fallout. But that part of that fallout is then storming or like the people that have made it past. Uh, They have basically won the uh, they've beaten Cersei's forces, the gold company and whoever else is, is there. Hopefully we'll see. Um, and then we're seeing these other little pockets, these people that have kind of, kind of survived. I can see Arya and the Hound making it, uh, together up toward the, the keep. Because Cersei's not going to be, it's not like she's going to be fighting. Yeah. Um, she'll be up there. Uh, it could happen in, in episode five, but I can also see some of these smaller pockets finding their way into the earlier parts of episode six. Okay. I just think we're at a place now where there's not... There aren't a ton of antagonists left on Cersei's side that we care to see in the field of battle. Yeah. So, like, there's not really... They can't spend too much time there because there's nobody that we're, we're like, looking for. So we got the mountain. We got, we got the Euron. mountain, you got Euron. And we got Kyburn in a mech suit. Oh, and Harry Strickland of the Gold Company. <laughs> of course, Harry Strickland. <laughs> Harry Strickland with the Gold Company here. Harry Strickland. Uh, um, yeah. I would not be surprised, though, if like we see either Kyburn in a mech suit or we see Kyburn uh, drink some kind of potion and turn into like a Mountain 2.0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's like the end of Dragon Age 2. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's he's the shredder on the ooze. Yeah. <laughs> he's super shredder. <laughs> he's super shredder. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can I can the weird thing is like I can kind of see those things happening in this coming episode. Uh, the yeah. show has has just gotten so unpredictable, some ways good, some ways why. Um, so I can, yeah, to the, if, if Kyburn drinks a, a potion and becomes Super Shredder, <laughs> I'm not going to be stunned. Now I'm going to be a little disappointed if it's not one of those two things. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would be happy if it wasn't because they're insane, but also, yeah. you know me, I want this show to be insane. Yeah. and let's I want the show to be insane. insane. I want it to, like, yeah, I want, uh, Kyburn to be Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Oh, uh, well. Uh, any uh, other predictions? Any other mini locks for the final two? Or at least episode five? Um, All right. Uh, no. Well, then let's go no, into yeah. uh, David Quick Stone Cold Locks check in. Okay, Stone Cold Locks check in. Just a couple here. Um, huh, so, um, do, 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 um, Frank's prediction of uh, Gendry and Arya get married is in major jeopardy because yeah. a proposal was uh, offered and declined. Yes. But it's not out of the way until the show is over. True. Uh, so that one stays. Um Let's see. Uh, Podrick and Brienne talk about sex uh, is could even be more likely now. Yeah, uh, because now they're both up in Winterfell uh, <laughs> and they both had sex now. Mm-hmm. So uh, this really could be a conversation that happens. Yeah. Um, Whitney, here's one that I think is actually in a lot of jeopardy. Uh-oh. Whitney's uh, conservatives are going to be pissed about the ending. I think it's more likely that liberals would be pissed about the ending. <laughs> <laughs> MSNBC's just running hints at the top of every hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, On Hunter's side, uh, one of the dragons talks in English. Only one dragon left now, so that's definitely uh, in some jeopardy. Uh, John defeats Daenerys to take the Iron Throne is looking real strong. Uh, And Euron does a dance. I don't know if we're going to get a better opportunity for him to do a dance than after he shot a uh, shot a dragon out of the sky yeah he just made a face uh-huh. like he was a villain in a spy kids movie instead yeah yeah doing some sort of uh-huh. like touchdown dance then definitely is in character and it's a disappointment we didn't see it yeah i'm assuming that there's uh-huh. a cut scene or if this were to continue that out drinking he there's yeah. some dancing you'd think yeah um as for me, uh, this was a really good opportunity for someone to use an umbrella-like contraption to slow their fall. Uh, <laughs> oh, Miss Sandy, it would have been perfect. Yeah, it would have been great if Miss Sandy had used some kind of umbrella or hang glider to get off of that wall. Or the night uh, but King or... When he fell off of Viserion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he just fell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little ice umbrella? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Um, so that one's uh, that one. Uh, we had a great golden opportunity there, and uh, 
the grossest thing happens in Game of Thrones history, not unless you count Sweet Miss Sandy being killed. Yeah. Just to get Daenerys angry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm grossed out. I don't think that hits. No, I agree. <laughs> Again, uh, according, really, according there to there were so mind, many things that ha- we'll, we'll oh, know when it happens. Yeah. We'll, we'll all know agree. when it happens. Yeah. And I was reading, uh, I, I was like looking at some screenshots of like Sam's time in the Citadel. Yeah. And I think maybe the top three grossest things that ever happened in Game of Thrones all happened to Sam in the Citadel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're, and, and, and it's a tougher, I, I wish I had asked for more points on that one because. <laughs> yeah. If uh, we see something. Why were you looking at screen caps of Sam in the Citadel? I was just looking at Twitter and somebody posted something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just like one tab open of uh, Citadel screen caps. I don't know. Um, when we officially um, killed Locks, we didn't kill my Theon Lock. I just wanna. Oh yeah. I wanna eulogize it. Theon can no longer take a shower. <laughs> so yeah. the whole thing, um, the whole thing is moot. Yeah. Yes. So uh, just to remind everybody, uh, Hunter predicted that Bran, uh, while trying to get to Jon Snow, would warg into Theon while Theon was bathing, <laughs> um, immediately reach for his dick and go. Oh no, it's smooth. It wasn't reach for it. It was look down. Oh, okay. Well, nobody's friend's going to get in there and start. That's rude. Fiddling around. It's rude and lewd. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, I don't know. It seemed just as crazy for him to. Well, how would he know it was smooth without touching it? Looking. But he, that would be non existent. It could just be rough down there. Well, yeah. no, see, this is the other thing. Well, this was the argument the was because you're like, does he have a scar or is it Ken doll down there? Yeah. Right, again, but Theon will never get in the shower again, so it's moot point. Yeah. yeah. It is. Theon. It is. Um, as is uh, Frank's prediction of Theon gets his penis back through magic <laughs> yeah. and Barris reacts. And Barris well, reacts. Oh, yeah, because he's burned up now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Varys gets uh, very jealous, and he goes, "Oh, where's mine?" Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have a uh, a Return of the Jedi like ending, <laughs> where <laughs> he comes back as a ghost. Yeah. He goes, "Hey, check it out!" Yeah. And he wags it <laughs> like the guy at King's Landing. <laughs> oh, how cruel it would be uh, to digitally remove it then. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, and Theon goes, and I'm fucking all the angels in heaven. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, man. so those are our predictions. Yeah. Uh, and I'm the only one on the board at this point still, I think, right? Yeah, dude, you're doing great. Hey, David, I've gone so dry in Pointsville for the entirety of this, uh, the run of this podcast. So if I get, what did, what did I get for this? 30 points, 20 points? Um, I'm gonna talk. Mike, about I went it. back to the last season, and you got a prediction. What did I get? Uh, Benjamin Stark dies in a fight against White Walkers. Oh, okay. Well, still, I'm the only one on the board, so suck it. <laughs> you, know, you, got, you got a great buffer against silent credits too. Even if that hits, you're still ahead. <laughs> yeah. 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 Rob could hit both of his bullshits, and I think you'd still win. <laughs> Because uh, uh, Rob has, uh, of course, yeah. silent credits. Uh, what was the other one that was? Brush with death. <laughs> oh well, I mean that one's not here. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, he, he actually kind of parlayed too. We'll see. Rob will probably still wind up winning. Yeah, somehow. He tends to do that. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's our Stone Cold Locks check-in. Uh, yeah. And now we're going to go to uh, David's All-American Newsstand. Oh, you know what? No, we're, here's what we're going to do with David's All-American Newsstand is I'm just going to shout out. Uh, there was an article pretty good in The Ringer um, who uh, we are contractually obligated to say is owned by HBO or was <laughs> HBO was an uh, initial investor in The Ringer. But Riley McAtee uh, wrote an article called How Euron Greyjoy Embodies the Late Season Plot Failures of Game of Thrones. Not going to get into the details. It's a fine article, but... Uh, I bring it up to say this: I am officially saying that you can no longer that we are no longer allowed to write articles about why character X or moment Y is emblematic of how this show is no longer good. Uh, find some other way to express this, yeah. other than being like this character, yeah. Um, which actually reminds me of the other thing I wanted to bring up. Um, what a yucky thing when uh, when Sansa goes, oh, yeah, all the uh, all the rape and humiliation yeah. I dealt with uh, made me who I am. Yeah, that yeah. was gross. Yeah, there, there, there's definitely some uh, justified outrage over that. And that's one of the lines in of many lines and storylines overall uh, since they have lost the source material for this series uh, that uh, Benioff and Weiss really... It concerns me that they have been handed a trilogy of Star Wars films. I, I forgot. I'm really not happy about that. I'm I not happy forgot. about that show where God. they wonder if the Confederacy won what would happen. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. gone, right? They're not doing that Yeah, anymore. they're not doing... I think that's gone. I think that is yeah. gone. Uh, so I'm, I'm concerned about the fact that people watched what they've written post books yeah uh and even just like the dialogue yeah uh, it, it's it's just not good uh so yeah as i say it's it's just it stinks um <laughs> so uh, yeah i'm concerned anywho to see that in particular the sansa one is a real like uh, actually, we were right, and uh, so whatever, you know, kind of like weird self-justification for them yeah. that, yeah, it it sucks. Mm. Yeah, it's like the kind of thing that like dumb guys do to be like, oh, this is a strong character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it is unfortunate that this particular podcast doesn't have any uh, women on it tonight uh to uh you know offer another uh side of things um yeah but, but you know what they're all stronger for it <laughs> yeah they're stronger for not being on this podcast uh literally that's you know that's like that's what um that's what you say about like doing two a day football practices in the summer <laughs> <laughs> which is also God, bad yeah. also stinks yeah yeah uh all right then we do uh, have one more thing here. David, if you wouldn't mind, some sweet tweets. Sweet tweets? <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's right, friends of the podcast. It's that part of the show where we uh, read off a couple sweet tweets. These are tweets that we liked. 
So, uh, <laughs> sorry. That's our tagline for sweet tweets. These are tweets that we like. <laughs> uh, so, uh, not not too many. Uh, only three this week. Um, and uh, again, if um, David, be honest. If you don't like these tweets, be honest, David. Uh, are you just what? scrolling through Twitter right now? Looking no. for sweet tweets and you're totally unprepared. <laughs> the definition of a tweet is a short... <laughs> Webster's um, Dictionary defines a tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was just going to say, you know, again, uh, if you don't like these tweets and if these tweets um, kind of misunderstand a character, uh, please write in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, first tweet actually uh, falls right into with... Um, what we were talking about with Sansa, which is, uh, this is in quotes. Uh, we heard your feedback on putting too many rape scenes in. So we've replaced them with ones where dudes talk about if women are insane and should be replaced by a mediocre dude who doesn't even want their jobs. We fixed the misogyny. You're welcome. <laughs> sweet tweet. Sweet tweet for sure. Uh, sweet tweet. That was by Pariah Carey, AKA at unburnt witch. Nice. Uh, to you. Uh, then we have uh, a nice little tweet from Rastafarian Targaryen Buddha, a.k.a. A, at Snorlax Buddha. <laughs> so the Buddha's in both parts yeah, of the name. for sure. Who writes, uh, Ned took that secret to his grave and John's raggedy ass couldn't keep it in for four episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, uh, <laughs> and then the sweetest tweet this week goes to uh, Lady Lemon Cake Freeland, a.k.a. at Jadoria Jones, mm -hmm. who writes, I know Brienne in this house coat asking Jamie not to go back to his family looks real familiar to a few of y'all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is just so funny to me. Yeah. Uh, the image, like, just like imagining all of that playing out in like 2019, where it's like, Brienne in a robe wearing some Sean Clay does mm -hmm. as Jamie goes, look, I know, I know I said I had left her, but I've got a family and then hopping into his Mazda Miata and driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so those are the sweet tweets. Cool. Thank you, David. Uh, yep. That would, uh, that would do it for this uh, second thoughts episode. Uh, we will be back. Sunday night, following episode five, uh, which I guess is currently titled Game of Thrones episode 72, uh, because they don't tell us until uh, the episode starts airing, which is annoying. Yeah, because the names are so meaningful at this yeah. point. The last of the Starks was this particular episode, which we didn't know at the time of recording, uh, which, okay, great, whatever. Uh, Hunter, do you have anything you'd like to plug coming up? Um, you can find me on Twitter at my name, Hunter Steffes. Tweet in, let me know what cup scenario you think was the most <laughs> yes. uh, likely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm in a show called Long Story Short, Sundays at uh, Philly Improv Theater, 7 o'clock. Improv off of True Stories. Mm -hmm. It's very fun, great cast. Mm -hmm. David. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I'll actually do Twitter this time. Uh, my name is at David LaSoul. That's David L-A-S-O-U-L. Um, 
And also, uh, if you live in Los Angeles, um, I will be uh, helping support uh, good friend Jake Jabor, uh, just released a book, and he'll be doing a, a reading, and uh, I'll be performing to mm-hmm. support that. And uh, it's uh, a team I'm on called Fuck This Week, and the other team we're performing with is uh, Big Grande, uh, mm-hmm. who you might know from the Teacher's Lounge podcast. Uh, you right, know, they've been on various different things. Um, so come check that out. That's at the UCB Inner Sanctum, cool. Saturday, May 11th at 3 p.m. Cool. And it's free. Great. Wow. Uh, this is Mike. You can follow me on all the things at Mike Marbach, and you can go to watercooler.com. That's W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R dot com for this podcast, as well as the other ones we're doing right now, which is Killing Eve. Uh, that podcast is called Eavesdropping, another fantastic mm-hmm. show. Check it out. And we've kind of started finally doing Deadwood, uh, which is a fantastic show. Very, very good show with some Game of Thrones parallels uh, as well. Uh, So if you like Game of Thrones, check out Deadwood. It's in the Old West. No dragons or anything. Um, But they do drink coffee. Just not out of those uh, disposable cups. Um, And check out Philly Improv Theater for information on shows and classes. Uh, And the article David mentioned, as well as the different links to the shows and whatnot that we've just talked about, will be in the notes section of this podcast uh, so that you can easily find out what the F we're talking about. All right. Uh, Thank you, David. Thank you, Hunter. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. When you hold me in your arms so tight, you let me know everything's all right.